Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team, Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is. So they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready. What's up, what's happening, and welcome back in to another episode of the Uptempo Podcast. I'm your host, Blake Lane, and tonight we're here to talk some more about them Auburn Tigers out in Omaha, Nebraska, baby. Uh, Big time win today over Stanford, the number two team in the country, the highest seeded team left in the tournament, and Auburn gets a 6-2 victory in a do-or-die game, down 2-0 early, and Auburn gets it going. All right, What we've been waiting on in Omaha, we didn't see it in the first game against Ole Miss. They weren't swinging the bat well. And and I think they come out today with a little different approach. Auburn was attacking. They they were waiting on that first pitch fastball, and and they were getting right after it. Okay, and and I think the approaches at the plate changed. Shout out to Butch Thompson with the lineup switch, uh, putting Brody Moore in the two hole. I think that I think that Butch was looking at BMO and and his quality at bats through the postseason. And he's been seeing the ball well. He's been having great ABs. And he was one of the few guys that that has been hitting here lately, you know, up in Corvallis and, and then against Ole Miss in that first game. And he's just been having quality at bats, quality at bats. And so he bumped him up in that two-hole, slid Cole uh, right there behind um, Brooks, and it was he's trying to he's trying to maneuver people around, man, to to get people on in front of Sonny. All right, they have to pitch to Sonny. That's why he's doing it, and it worked out just fantastic today. It worked out, and we're going to talk about Cole Foster, man. Look, if you were on that Auburn team, you hug Cole Foster tight, and you pat him on his ass, and and you tell him what a dog he is. All right, the dude is sick. He's out there puking. He's at third base, just. I mean, just giving it all he's got, you know, they showed the clip of him sliding into third and him just getting up and, and just exhausted, exhausted. And he's doing the damn thing, man. He's doing it. Just clutch, 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 getting it done, stepping up when your team needs you, do or die game, and you just having the clutch gene, baby. You just having that clutch gene. You love to see it. You love to see it. And, and, what did I tell you after the Kentucky loss in the SEC tournament? Don't give up on this Auburn baseball team. All right, they've got it. They've got it. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna sit here and say that they're gonna come back through this bracket and win the College World Series. That's not what I'm saying. All right, but they lived to fight another day. All right, they survived and they advanced, and they lived to fight another day. It looks like they're going to be taking on the Arkansas Razorbacks. They're getting slapped around by Ole Miss right now. Ole Miss looks out of this world hot. Tim Elko hitting a bomb earlier tonight. 
Ole Miss is hot, people. All right, Don't hang your heads at that loss. They were ranked number one earlier in the year for a reason. They got a lot of talent. They got a lot of pitching. They can swing it with anybody in the country. Don't hang your head on that 5-1 to one loss. As you're seeing right now, Ole Miss is hitting the absolute shit out of Arkansas pitching. They scored five runs on Auburn. All right, Auburn's pitching has been there. Trace Bright, stand up and give his ass a round of applause right now. Stand up and give him everything you got, man, because he absolutely shoved today. He shoved. All right, he went five innings, gave up two runs, five hits, no freaking walks. All right, beat that in right now. No walks. Trace Bright, baby, stepping up. Stepping up in a do-or-die. Not a lot of people believed in him either because I can go back on Twitter and pull some receipts and people were saying, oh, why didn't Butch Why didn't Butch start Barney today? Why didn't he start Barney? Barney's got the better stuff. Okay, You saw what kind of stuff Trace Bright had today. All right, He was pumping that thing up there in 97 on that fastball and he was challenging their best hitters. He was saying, hey, you're going to have to show me you can hit it. All right? They caught up to him them first two innings. It, it was tough. He, he gave up a couple doubles here and there. I think Brock Jones led the game off with a single out to right. But, man, what a performance. What a performance. Do or die. Your team needs you the most. Your last outing up in Corvallis, you struggled. You didn't even make it out of the first inning. And you get out here to Omaha on the biggest stage in the College World Series and you absolutely shove against the number two team in the country. You absolutely shove against the number two team in the country. Round of applause, man. Trace Bright showing up. Clutch, another clutch gene. Another clutch gene. Can't say it enough. Tommy Sheehan. Tommy freaking Sheehan. Coming in. In that sixth inning. Sit down, Stanford. Looked flawless. Looked flawless. He worked an inning and two thirds. Gave up two hits. Zero earned. One walk, three Ks. He ran into a little trouble. And right here, Auburn goes back to their closer, Blake Burkhalter. And he closes the door. All right? He slammed it freaking shut. He come in and he worked two and a third. One hit. No earned. No walks. No walks, man. Auburn walked one one hitter today. They walked one guy. And they shut one of the best offensive teams in the country down. Shut them down. One of the best hitters in the country. Shut him down. He had one hit. Lead off the game. One for four. Their four, five, six guy, Ofer. Ofer. Incredible, man. Blake Barkhalter, that cutter. Absolutely filthy. Absolutely filthy. The, the, the fastball, 97, 96, 97, was bumping it up there. All right. And then he was hitting you with that 90 to 91 cutter. 
have fun. Have fun. <laughs> Blake Burkhalter, he's back 100%, baby, and he's healthy. And he looks damn good. He looks damn good. But one thing I want to say, man, is how about this Auburn pitching, okay? Joseph Gonzalez, the other night in the Ole Miss game, even though we lost, him and Carson Skipper, they held things down. So now, who do you got today? You come back, and Trace Bright gives you five innings. Sheehan with an inning and two-thirds, and Blake Burkhalter with two and one-thirds. All right? And you still got guys on deck. You still got guys on deck tomorrow night for what looks like it's going to be Arkansas. And they had to use a couple guys tonight because Ole Miss is out there just slapping them around. Man, what, I mean, just great stuff, man. Can't say enough about Auburn's pitching. Really can't, man. I'm so excited for Trace Bright. Just, and listening to to Ben McDonald talk about him and everything, it was just, it was really, really special. The dude was a catcher. He was a catcher in high school playing traveling ball, and Ben McDonald gives him a chance, and he's pumping 89-90. And Ben McDonald's like, hey, man, what's the deal? Like, nobody, nobody, nobody knew this. And now look at him, 96-97 with the fastball today. I mean, man, damn, they were good, you know. I, I know Stanford struck early, but, man, he settled in, and he freaking shoved. It, it was great. It was great. I mean, it, what an exciting game. The comeback, down two to nothing. And, and look, it wasn't perfect, okay? Don't get it twisted. It wasn't perfect. We're going to talk about it, okay? There was some huge mistakes in, in this game. And at one point, I even said, hey, if we're going to do, if we're going to do stuff like this, let's just pack it up and go to the house, all right? Because we were on some little league shit there for a minute, okay? And we'll talk about it. But it, it was little league shit. Let's be honest. It, it was one of the worst calls of the year from the Auburn offensive side. I, I, I'm not sure who called it. I, it might have been Gabe. It might have been Butch. Probably Gabe. But, look, that stuff, it, it don't work at this level very often. Okay? And when you got an All-American shortstop out there for Stanford, it, it, it's it's very slim chance that, that that kind of stuff works. I know we were trying to steal a run, but we'll get to it. We'll get to it because right? I want to talk about it. But, man, there was just – guys in this game that were just a spark plug and I can't wait to talk talk about it with you guys and and um I just appreciate each and every one of you joining me and letting me uh talk about this Auburn baseball team man I've absolutely enjoyed it I don't want the season to end tomorrow night <laughs> just like today I didn't want it to come to an end I want to keep fighting man I want to keep fighting I love this team and I want to break this thing down with you guys. So, with that being said, I'm going to kick it over here to Belly Up Sports Network, and we're going to run them real quick, and then we're going to hop right in here and get this thing done. So, here we go. Thank you for listening to this Belly Up Sports Podcast Network product. Some said we go belly up, so we made it our name, and we're still here. What's up, guys, and welcome back. Man, like I was just saying in that little intro man i know i know i ran it a little long tonight and i've been doing that here previous but man there's just so much to say about this auburn team and you know first thing i want to say is you know we were real critical of some guys in that old miss game and and delusia he just shoved it up our ass right you know i mean that's all you can really say but some guys bounced back today all right 
And one guy I really want to talk about is Blake Rambush. He bounced back, two for five on the day, two runs. And you could just tell later in the game he started feeling himself a little bit. It was like he got his swagger back, man. And and I've always said that this offense goes when Blake Rambush goes. It goes when Blake Rambush goes. And when he's hitting, I just feel like th- th- there's a light that switch. You know, it, the the the... the the light, it just turns on. Hey, bang, there it is, all right? Let's roll. Let's hit, all right? And then the BMO, the BMO move into the two-hole. Been seeing it just exceptionally well. I mean, BMO has been barreling up balls. He's been hitting the piss out of the baseball, having really good ABs, been attacking uh, first-pitch fastballs. And what can you say about the guy, man? He is Auburn baseball. And when you look at this guy, I know a lot of people get a lot of credit and they get the spotlight and all you really hear on ESPN is Sonny D and guys like that, okay? But man, when you wanna when you wanna sit down and, and look at a guy who is Auburn baseball and you watch a guy play shortstop and, and bust his ass on every single play, every single game, as soon as he steps across that white line, he's giving you a hundred and fifty percent. All right? He's busting his tail. And that's Auburn baseball, man. He's busting it. Is he the best shortstop in the in the country? Is he, you know, top ten draft material to the scouts out there? No, he's not. But damn it, he's my shortstop and, and he is one hell of a baseball player. He's one hell of a baseball player, man. You just can't say enough about Brody Moore. You can't. Uh Sonny D with an with another off day, 0 for four, but Hey, it happens, man. I see a lot of people saying, hey, uh, Sonny needs to step it up. We can't have this Sonny at the College World Series. Hey, it's baseball, baby. You're going to fail. You're going to fail 70% of the time. You're going to fail 70% of the time. And that's being elite, okay? 70% of the time is being elite. A lot of people fail 75 to 80% of the time. Bobby Pierce, Bobby Barrels, baby. One for four. Had a run, two RBIs, and, and, he, and he walked one time. Um, we're going to get to that walk. We, damn it, we are, we are for damn sure going to get to that walk. I can tell you that. Uh, Brooks Carlson, one for five. Uh, Cole Foster, man, two for three. Three RBIs and a walk. Cole Foster, like I said earlier, man. Absolute dog check, dog mentality. I see Junior Rose Green, you know, back back in the 04 football days, had him on the podcast a few months ago, and and he always talks about having that dog that dog mentality and and that dog check. And Cole Foster got it, gave it everything he had not to go home today, sick as a dog, and gave it everything he freaking had. Man, love to see it. Big AB that we're gonna get to, Casey Howe. Two for four. We're going to get to a bunt that he laid down, but he overcame that bunt, man. That's baseball, all right? He overcame the bunt, and two for four. And honestly, did he break out of a slump, all right? Did he break out of a slump? Nate LaRue, 0 for four. Not mad about it. He barreled a ball up earlier in the day, and uh, he he hit a, a nice little shot out there to left field. But hey, we all know Nate's not there to hit bombs or, or you know, 
drive-in runs. We love to see it when it happens, but, man, have fun running on him behind the plate because that's what he's there for, and he does a hell of a job behind that plate. Mike Bellow, one for two with a walk. And Bryson Ware, man, coming in off the bench as the defense replacement, going one for one. Man, that's 11 hits, guys. That's 11 hits. Auburn broke out of it. They broke out of it today, man. They <laughs> that uh that sixth inning came and and the spark, bang there it was. Eleven hits, man. It, it's really good stuff, man. Really good stuff. I I think Auburn could carry on from this. I think they could build on this. I think they could roll it over to tomorrow night. Don't let this Auburn team win tomorrow night. Okay, you hear me? Don't let them win tomorrow night. If they win tomorrow night, watch out. Watch out. If they win tomorrow night, if they beat Arkansas tomorrow night, watch out. I, I think that's who we're. I think that's who we're playing. Okay. When I when I when I went in there and looked at it, it was thirteen to three. So if you're listening to this tomorrow morning, and it's not Arkansas, and they come back and win, I apologize. But it looks like it's going to be Arkansas. Um, but man, like I said about Trace Bright earlier. Um, he he gave up a a leadoff single in the first, and then strikes their two hole guy out, and then uh, the Barrera kid he comes up in the three hole and he doubles out to left field, and uh, Brock Jones comes around to score, and then he gets a pop up, a fly out, and then uh, another fly out from Huff. So it's one and nothing Stanford early, and then Trace comes back out, and he gets a strikeout, and then Troy doubles to left again. Uh, and then he gets a ground out to second. Troy moves over to third. And then Crampton doubles to left as well. And it's 2 nothing. And then he gets a big K. Gets out of it. And after that point, man, absolute freaking nails. Trace Bright was locked down, man. He was locked down. All he needed was for Auburn to wake up, get some hits. And uh, you can't say enough about the performance. You really can't, man. We could talk all night about Trace Bright and, and this bullpen. Auburn's pitching has been absolutely freaking incredible. Um, a really big moment in the fourth inning, man. The top of the fourth, Brody Moore, he reaches on a little infield single to short. And then Sonny D comes up and strikes out. And Bobby Bobby Pierce, man. BMO takes off the second. Bobby Bobby strikes out, and he kind of leans over the plate when he he K's up on the off speed, and he leans over the plate, and the catcher throws down. BMO had the bag stolen by a mile, but they call batter's interference, and it ends the inning. And you know, his Auburn fans were sitting there and were like, "Man, like what what else could go wrong?" Okay, this trip to Omaha, what else could go wrong? You get you start getting flashbacks of 2019, and you're like, "Oh shit, here we go, two and barbecue." And everything that Butch said in that post game presser that we've talked about on this podcast, like. Two and Q, man. Two and barbecue. Like here we go, and you know you still you still have faith because it's early, and Trace Bright just keeps shoving. Uh, nothing once again in the fourth, and then um, you come out in the fifth, man. And Brooks Carlson stand up, Mobile, Alabama. Brooks Carlson, two five one guy, and he gets a leadoff double out into left field, and then uh, Cole Foster with a walk. You got runners on first and second, nobody out, and Case and Howe, all right? 
Casey Howell steps up and lays down a bunt right back to the pitcher. Okay. Anywhere but right back to the pitcher. And they banged Brooks Carlson at third. It wasn't even close. It, it, it was literally right back to the pitcher. And they banged Brooks by three or four steps. It, it wasn't close. And Cole moves up to second, Kaysen to first, and then uh, Nate LaRue flies out to right. Okay, and, and a lot of people on Twitter were like, oh, no, Blake, uh, you shouldn't have bunted there. No, absolutely, you should have bunted there, okay? And here's my reason why. A lot of people were arguing with me saying that, well, our offense was starting to get rolling. That's not the place to bunt, okay? Well, why we bunted was because Kaysen Howe really hadn't been seeing the ball well. He had been having a couple bad ABs, even dating back to Corvallis, okay? He, he, he hadn't been hitting very well. And you're also looking at a guy in your lineup, that can lay down a bunt, all right? He can control the barrel. He can get it down. You're expecting him to go line to line and and lay something down that can move these runners over, okay? That's exactly what Gabe and Butch were looking at. And you got a guy in Nate LaRue. Everybody's like, oh, he strikes out a lot. But he also barreled a ball up to left field earlier and, and hit it pretty damn well out there. So you're asking Nate, a guy that can hit fly balls out into the outfield to drive a run in from third, that's your job, and that's why they bunted right there, okay? Kaysen hadn't been seeing it well. You got Nate behind him who can hit a deep fly ball, and you're trying to scratch your run across and get this back within a one-run game. It's starting to get late in an elimination game, and you just couldn't execute, okay? So, of course, you're going to go to Twitter or Facebook or whatever form of social media you like to get on and say, oh, well, we shouldn't have bunted, okay? I'm sorry, but... If we're up to there, yeah, you probably don't bunt. But down to in an elimination game, I'm trying to get this thing uh, to a one-run game. All right, So you still got the 7th, 8th, and ninth in a one-run opportunity. So that's why I agreed with the bunt there. And then look, what happened with Bellow at the plate and, and the whole case and stealing and... Cole Foster going home, Ole Miss cuts the throw off, the shortstop comes in, Ole Miss, excuse me, Stanford, uh, their shortstop comes in, he cuts the throw off, and he just bangs Cole Foster at home. All right, Cole stops, tries to get in a rundown and everything. Look, man, you don't execute the bunt. You get a fly out to right, and all of a sudden – you try to do little league stuff, okay? And let's be honest, man. At this level of baseball, th- these are top-notch guys, okay? These are these are draft-eligible guys. These are guys that are going to be playing in the minor leagues, a majority of them, okay? Ole Miss has studs. They have a lot of MLB talent on that team. That rinky-dink shit does not work. It doesn't. I even put on Twitter, like, we're doing little league shit out here. Like, it just, I'm sorry, that kind of stuff just doesn't work a whole lot at this level. It's its its high school, it, it's little league, it's not College World Series material. All right? It was one of the most embarrassing things I've seen at that level. It, it really was. It looked pathetic. It looked like pack your shit up and let's go home. That's what I said. I said, you can go ahead and pack it up. It's a wrap, man. If we're doing this stuff, it's a wrap. Like, just, just, you don't even look like you really want to be there anymore. I mean, 
it was it was tough to watch. It really was. It was tough to watch. Uh, and then, you know, you go into the bottom of the fifth, Trace Bright once again, just shoving, man. Just shoving. Still a two to nothing game. And then you get in the top of the sixth, okay? And you get a Mikey Bellows single. And then you get a Blake Rambush single. And then BMO hits the ball out to center. It looked like he, he, you know, he, he hit it hard. He stepped on it a little bit, but with that wind and stuff, it was just knocking everything, just knocking it smooth down out there in center. They said it was like 15 miles an hour wind out there. Um, and then Sonny D, man, he's working a count. He's in a battle. He's fighting. He's battling things off. And then all of a sudden, man, they run one up into him and, and hit him, and it loads the bases. And then you got Bobby Pierce. Man, we we, we said that we were going to talk about this walk, okay? Bobby Barrels, what a freaking at-bat, dude. What an A-B to save your team's season. What an A-B to save your team's season. He battles, he battles, and he lays off the off-speed out, out outside, low and away. He lays off on it. Take your base, all right? Two to one. They walk a run in. So now, hey, you're excited. Two to one game, top six. Here we go. Brooks Carlson strikes out. Two outs. Bases loaded. You're sitting here and you're like, man, we're going to get one run out of this. All right? We're going to get one run out of this. We had runners on first and second. Nobody out again. And we're going to get one run out of this. Like, you got Cole Foster at the plate. And Cole absolutely hits a freaking piss rod. If the wind's not blowing in at the rate it was, man, that that ball was gone. All right, it it just looked like the wind kind of killed it. It hits off the wall out in left center, and it, it's a it's a just. <laughs> I mean, what a great freaking piece of hitting, man! Stand up double, bases clearing double, and Auburn goes up four to two. And man, you could just see the Auburn team. Bang! There it was. There was the breakthrough freaking hit. To bust things open for Auburn. The dugout. Got it going, man. Got it going. Case and Howe reaches on an infield single. Cole gets into third. And um, you, you see him slide into third there, man, and he's just gassed. He's gassed, and that's what I was talking about earlier. The dog check, the dog mentality. He's giving it everything he's freaking got, man. And then uh, Nate flied out to center. And then... Uh, <laughs> You go into the bottom of the six, man. You're feeling four to two. You're up. Tommy Sheehan comes in, and Tommy Sheehan strikes out the freaking side. All right, I saw, I saw a tweet, man. It said Tommy Sheehan just dragged his nuts across the state of Nebraska. All right, and said, "Here, take it, take it." I absolutely loved it, man. Sheehan out there dealing. Now you come in in the top of the seventh. Bellow, he draws a walk, and then Bryson Ware comes in to run for him, the defensive replacement, and then uh, Blake Rambush doubles out to left, and uh, Bryson Ware moves up to third, and BMO comes in and hits a sack fly, uh, Beware scores, and then uh, Sonny D comes out and flies out to right, and Bobby Pierce ends up doubling to deep left center, Rambush comes around to score to make it 6-2, to two. And that was it, man. Auburn, right there. Bang, 6-2. to two, That's all they needed. 
But we're not stopping there, baby. We're not stopping there. Tommy Sheehan gets a ground out to shortstop in the bottom of the seventh. He gets a line drive to third. And uh, he, he does give up a double. He does give up a double to Crampton. And then he hits a guy. You got runners at first and second. And then uh, Graham come up and he singled. He singled to left center. And you got Bryson Ware out there. And, uh, you know, they're not going to run on his arm. You're not going to make the third out at the plate. And that's when Blake Burkhalter comes in, man. Two outs in the seventh inning. And their best hitter, well, one of their best hitters, uh, the the Barrera kid, he comes in and, and Burkhalter contested him, went right at him, uh, 3-2 count, and uh, just nails, man. Sat him down. Sat him down, 3-2 count, bases loaded, big time in the game. One swing of the bat, could have been a tie ball game, and Blake Burkhalter sat him down. Filthy stuff, man. Filthy stuff. Uh, and then, you know, you come out in the bottom of the eighth, Burkhalter's still in. He gets Montgomery to K, Huff flies out, and then Bowser strikes out swinging to end the inning. Man, you're just feeling pumped. You can feel it. The 25-year monkey off the back. No wins in Omaha. You can just taste it. You can taste it. And then uh, you go into the bottom of the ninth, man, and... Blake Burkhalter's cutter and that fastball combination was just absolutely filthy. That they were fooled, man. They were fooled. They couldn't touch him. He got Troy to strike out swinging. Park strikes out swinging. Following that, uh, Crampton gets a little bleeder with an infield hit, and then uh, Jones comes out. Brock Jones comes out. What a fitting way to end their season. Brock Jones comes out and fouls out to Blake Rambush at third. And that's the old ball game. The Auburn Tigers prevail 6-2, to two, and they live to fight another day, baby. You love to see it. You love this ball team. And you can't say enough about them, man. They're warriors. They're fighters. They get after it. They play the game the right way. They play the game the right way. And if you play the game the right way, the baseball gods will reward you. Okay? They will. You play the game hard. You play the game physical. And and you fight to your last freaking out. You fight to your to your last out, man. And that's what this Auburn baseball team. That's what they are about. And it, it's a hell of a group of guys, man. It really is. They're warriors. You got some guys who have been through so much on this team. You're just proud, man. You, get, you go out there and you get a win in Omaha, and, it, and it's it's just it's so good to see, man. I had I had people had people tell me earlier, man. It's just so big for that program. And you can feel it. You can feel it. You can feel it. Man, I'm excited. I'm excited. We play baseball tomorrow night, baby. Or or tonight, whenever you're listening to this. If you're listening to this on a Tuesday morning, we play baseball tonight. Let's go. Let's go. It's an SEC matchup. We win Tuesday night. We all we have to do is two scoop to play for a national championship. You love it, man. We got an opportunity. It is three wins, and you play for a national title. Three wins, and you play for a national title. It's right in front of your face, man. It's right in front of you, and it's up for taking. It's up for grabs. So, damn it, let's go take it. Let's go take it. Hmm. Man, I've gotten a lot off my chest tonight in this episode. Oh, man, I don't want it to end. I don't want this baseball season to end. I really don't. I love this team. 
I love this team, and I, I hope and pray that uh, we can come out with a victory tomorrow night. Mason Barnett, be on your best, man. Be on your best. Attack them. Go right at them, all right? The Razorbacks, get after them, big dog. Have your have your A A plus stuff, and give your give your team a, an opportunity to score some runs and and lead us to victory, big dog. Lead us to victory, man. Well, we we can we got we got three games to play for a national title. Three victories and you play for a national title. So good luck to my Auburn baseball Tigers tomorrow night. I'm excited. I'm ready to watch it. I'm ready to get after it. And with that. I'm going to give you guys a war damn eagle and good night. See y'all tomorrow night. Mary redeemed a $50,000 cash prize playing Chumba Casino this year. I was only playing for fun, so winning this was a dream come true. Chumba Casino is America's number one social casino experience. It's serious fun. With over 80 casino-style games to choose from, you too could win life-changing amounts of cash. Be like Mary. Log on to ChumbaCasino.com and give them a whirl. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. The voice in the preceding commercial was not the actual voice of a winner. Hi, I'm Maria. And I'm Mike. And we're Team Team Ready. Black Hills Energy knows your home is where your heart is, so they want you to be ready. It's all about keeping you safe, prepared, and making your home as energy efficient as possible. Everything from how to weatherize your home to how to stay safe during extreme weather. Be ready for anything. Go to blackhillsenergy.com slash team ready.